Vancouver, Seattle, San Francisco. I'm coming to you February 16th through 18th. Get your tickets now at ChristinaPOnline.com. That I'm going to miss the Booth Boys and you guys and yes. seeing you on a regular basis. But, but I have no doubt we'll see you again soon. So I asked the flight attendant, do we have a female pilot here? You asked for that? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, why? <laughs> what about these, um... <laughs> beta. Uh, a bird. What about these, uh... What a beta. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome to your mom's house. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Happy New Year. Can you still say that? I feel like we're deep in it already. You can still say it. It's January. You can still say it. You can feel it. But I haven't seen some of them since since last year, so it's still Happy New Year. That's true. I'm still in fucking shell shock from being... In our in the house with the boys, the mm. three of us, four of us for the last three days. No, Jesus <laughs> like, Christ, PTSD. Why is it pot? Like you only have like two nice minutes with children, and then they either fight or they scream in your ear or they do something horrible. And it always is like God. you wake up and you're like, I'm gonna go say hi to my sons. <laughs> I'm like, hey boys, and they're like, what are you doing here? Get out! And I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. I know. I feel like I wake up every morning with a renewed like sense of possibility. And you're like, mm, and they're like, ah. <laughs> how are you starting the day crying? Always tears or they're hitting each other. He bit me. <laughs> he bit me. And then I don't even think they're going to learn to read because they can't sit still. So like I had all these visions of me teaching our sons everything I know, but yeah. I don't even think you can. They can't sit still. No. No, that'd be cool. They'll they'll, they'll learn other ways. Yeah. <laughs> what what can we teach them? They won't sit fucking still. Mm. Shit. I don't know. Oh, I don't man. know. It's futile. But anyway, it, I'm pumped to be here. It's it's and, so like, great. Away from my kids for the first time in days, bro. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully they're uh, getting by. You know, they're on their own. <laughs> they're at home alone. There's uh there's food in the fridge. They'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> no, but it's been. Uh, I just got back from Asia. Yeah. And it was a fucking awesomest. I mean, I just can't tell you how great Hold that on, place let me is. let me tell you how happy I am for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I was here with the kids well, in the winter in the house. You're a typical woman. But I was I'm so uh, happy for you. I have to tell you that man, I always wanted to go to Tokyo. Same. And 
They are the fucking best people. They're like the best. They're the best, right? They really are, I know, man. I love the Japanese. They really are. And then in Hong Kong, you're like, oh, okay, we're losing this battle. These motherfuckers are advanced. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking we're dumb. Speak Chinese, bro. <laughs> you better learn Mandarin right fucking now. Dude. Because it feel, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. So great, too, because in, um, in Japan, it's exactly what you imagine oh, so the wild. Japanese are like. They're so polite and they're yeah. so, you know, just kind and everything is like, excuse me, and everything's with a smile. Like the construction worker, so when there's a construction job, we have it here too. There's a guy whose job it is. He wears a vest and he's like, hey, stay off this, you know, stay off this sidewalk, go around. But he'll be like, go over there, you know? Yeah. Come on, what the fuck are you doing? Rude. Right, in Japan, the guy like, he like nods and smiles and is like, shows you the yeah. way to go. He's like, like oh, I'm, that's, I'm sorry to even bother you. Yeah, I'm sorry you. to bother you. Um, and then you get that for whatever, the, the few days we were there, everywhere. Everywhere someone is just like, excuse me, or I'm sorry, or thank you. And everyone's super polite. Everybody's so nice. And you get to Hong Kong, and they're like, I don't give a fuck about you, bro. <laughs> like, they immediately are straight Squatting up. Squatting on like, the streets and spitting in alleyways. Get out of here, man. Yeah, we don't give but, a fuck. You but such a vibrant city. I mean, the energy of Hong Kong mm. is... It's like in New York dialed up. Mm -hmm. It's way dialed up. Um, the food. Stop. Don't even tell me about the dim sum I missed out on. You know, well, here's I love the thing the dim, sum. the dim sum was awesome, but of my meals, God, I had yeah. nothing but great meals in Tokyo, in Hong Kong, and in Singapore. Singapore was lovely. Um, I, we went to uh, a three star Michelin in Singapore called Zen. Yeah. One of the culinary experiences meal? of my life. Oh. Like, absolutely outrageous. In Hong Kong, the thing that really stood out to me, we went to a place called New Punjab Club, oh. which is an Indian place. Oh. Just spectacular. And then Tokyo, if you have a fucking tomato in a salad in Tokyo, you're like, I think it's one of the best tomatoes I've ever had in my life. Everything was like that. Every little thing you had was the best version of that thing. And it was just incredible. We went to a great teppanyaki place. We had a mokase. And then we went to uh, Wagyu Mafia. Which was I saw such it, a highlight. But I saw it on your fun blog. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did a fun blog because I like to <laughs> let people know, um, you know, what a typical day in the life of a guy like me is. So I put it together a little I, vlog. I loved your wasabi challenge. You're like, it's really spicy. <laughs> and you did that stupid thing <laughs> that they not. all do. <laughs> it was really hot. <laughs> and people would go, wink at me one more time. There were so many. <laughs> there was, I never got <laughs> so much hate. There was so much hate. The best part was that. <laughs> The audience that follows this show <laughs> totally gets that thing. But there's a lot of people yeah. who are watching that and they were like, the fuck is wrong with this guy? And like, <laughs> what is this doing? A total personality oh, change. Yeah. And that actually made, I don't think I laughed harder yeah. than I, I think we uploaded <sighs> it. And then, you know, I was traveling and I landed in the next country and yeah. I opened that thing and there's 7,000 comments on it. And I was like, oh my God. And I laughed. So, I mean, People were saying things like sending buckets of hate. <laughs> <laughs> Truckfuls of hate, hate from, from California. Australia. Yeah. Just I love so that. much. Don't believe the positive comments. Yeah. Keep your chins stuff. up. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, so it, that is one, that's one of the hardest I've ever laughed. Um, that was really cool. It, I, I honestly look. I really was resentful and, and hating you while you were having cool, fun when I cool. was alone with our children for 10 days. But then I saw that vlog 
And it almost erased all of it because I like this might be worth the ten day absence. Yeah. Because the vlog was so fantastic. It was great. It's yeah. on your um, Instagram. Instagram and it's on TikTok. Yeah. Um, well, really look, we have such a loaded show. Wow. Why don't we just open wow. this real quick? Just get started. <laughs> Come on, fuck with me. Don't uh, hit me. Huh? Don't what hit are you going to do? What are you going to do? Huh? Put him on tape? Surfer against a queer? Huh? Is that what you're going to do? Tough guy? You want to be a tough Call guy? The cops. You're not so tough right now, are Call you? Call the cops. You're not to so tough, are you, small guy? You're a short I'm following little guy. The law. You're not following the law. You're a tiny little man. Vehicle you're a big code. Shot. Vehicle code. You're a big shot. 21760. Really 21760. Oh, Three feet. I you so fucking good. <laughs> oh, is right. that? Am I laughing? Don't or? bring anyone up <laughs> into this. Your mom in the stand. Welcome, welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. any witnesses you know what i do to you i pull trump on what's you what's your name huh my name is your worst enemy motherfucker no my name is your worst enemy you want to i'm your huckleberry buddy oh I'm that's your a good huckleberry. line you short little fucking punk huh you come through this town thinking you're fucking really cool on your bike <laughs> like you own this lane Look at the bike lane is on this it's side. It's called Shero. It's right in the middle of the street. Shero. I get Shero. I get but that entire lane. you came around me like this. You, you came blocked around. my way. You I didn't block my way. way. I honked my horn because you were way over in our lane. No, that's my lane. Dude. It's fun. I feel like I get his rage, though. I, I understand, and I actually I very much empathize with the hatred of a cyclist. I yeah. think it's a fun thing that the universe kind of... We all rejoice in it, but um, it's because uh, <laughs> they're listen the the cyclists' delusion that they can share the road with cars that weigh tons and can murder them. Yeah, yeah, it's just not cool. Just, here's the thing, also, because I, I I actually you know I, I think it's cool that you ride your bike, and I think it's you know it's obviously it's healthy. Mama, and it's ride your bike. Yeah, it's it's environmentally <laughs> friendly. I get that. It's good yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, blah, the blah, thing blah. that, that, and the cyclists will always be like, you know, we deserve the, uh, protection and the saving. You're like, yeah, you know, you should have your lane, but none of these motherfuckers obey so. the rules of the road. None of them. I am on, I drive and I see them. They all run. They're supposed to uh, like do the same thing that cars True. do. They run through lights. They run through signs. They don't do any of the shit you're supposed to do. Then they get mad. Now this guy, this guy's out of his mind. The guy confronting yeah, him yeah, yeah. and you can tell that his voice is. Shake. He wants to go way crazier. He wants to call he, him an F an F A. And guess what? Yeah. Here we go. I know that's what he wants to do. No, just, it's, it's not Cheryl. It's, it's not Cheryl. Look at the law. Look I'll at the law. Watching you. You're lucky today, buddy. You're lucky today. What's your name? Huh? My name is your worst enemy. 
Hey, fucking short little fucking faggot. Yes. <laughs> That's, That's what, what he was waiting for. He was, yeah. yeah. I'm that, just that, looking at you. All this was leading up to that word. Because you're afraid, aren't you? Yeah. You're a pussy. That's why. Think you're a tough guy on your fucking stupid little bike, but you're a short little fucking pussy. Yeah. Right? And you don't want to fuck with a guy like me, a surfer, that lives in this fucking town puts up with your fucking shit all the time true right i've never heard somebody be like you don't want to fuck with a surfer uh, well i didn't think <laughs> surfers were tough either well there's there's like the protectors of the beat like the yeah, the yeah. uh the watchmen you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, the yeah. enforcers i've seen point break yeah there's enforcers like and there's there's some really gnarly ones in hawaii there's oh like, i bet there's yeah. dudes down there who like if you are just coming to town and think you're just gonna take you know come into that beach and surf wherever you want. There's dudes that'll fuck you up That's there. That's true, the locals. But this guy doesn't seem like that guy. I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, he doesn't look like he surfed in about 20 years. Yeah, he's the, a, the physique he, on he him. has a fucking, he looks like he has triplets in him. But like, <laughs> he, he's... That's not happening. You're a pussy. That's Look at his. Pussy. Yeah. You're shit all the time. Like, you like he own walks away here. Party. Like you own the road. Yeah. You don't own the, you road, own the road. Yeah. I don't own the road, but you're the one oh, that fucking well, got I me was, in the way. See that sign right there? No, That's Shero. See that? See that? Shero. <sighs> huh? Shero. See that symbol right there? Look Six. at that hushy right there. He's so fast. Are yeah. you a He's like, you don't want to fuck with this surfer. It's like, when yeah. did you last see the beach? Bitch, he ain't surfed since the 70s. See this? This means you're a fucking dead man walking. You come onto my fucking land. My okay, land. You're a fucking dead man. And then I'm your Huckleberry. What movie is that from? I don't know. That's an old that reference. Tombstone. Oh, uh, I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, that's from a movie. And you know, it's just. And, and I feel bad for El Cholo Restaurant because it's right behind. And yeah. They're such a good place. They no, are. I. No hate or I shame. I just gotta El Cholo. say. I mean, it's. I just. I don't know. I love starting the day with confrontation. You, you know? do. I you do. love. And I can I may I tell the audience what I know about you. Sure. So I have my morning routine, which I've discussed on this show. Yeah. Your morning routine consists of you open your little baby bird eyes. Yeah. You touch me to make sure I'm awake, which is exceedingly rude because sometimes I'm not. <laughs> and you just presume that because you're awake, I'm awake, which is so fucking weird. <laughs> That's what toddlers do too, by the way. Yeah. You open your eyes, you reach for your iPhone, and then it ramps up. Starts with a little fight, confrontation, like you like to watch videos, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Da, da, da. And then it eventually ramps up to, I'm going out like that. And I'm like, oh, there's black people fighting. I know Tommy's in a good place. It's always the same. It's actually, I'll just tell you this. It's a lot more um, like workplace accidents and car accidents, you know, trucks backing up over people, forklifts, decapitating people, things like that. It doesn't sound, it doesn't, that's what you open with. No, it's, it's, it's kind of like, usually it's like the, the dessert of the whole thing, you know, there's, mm, yeah. there's, um, there's a lot of, I get a lot of China accidents and I get a lot of <laughs> violence from Brazil. I get a lot of Hate for robberies, shootings from Brazil. Yeah. It's wow. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what you fill your head with before you go to bed is usually murder, crime. Yeah. So serial killers, and then you wake up, and then it's a steady diet of confrontation, True. workplace injuries, and murders. And well, then the other day, you and I were play fighting. Yeah, like just in the bathroom. Remember that when we were play fighting? Mm -mm. Yeah, you were like, you were just like you were yeah. kind of. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, I, we haven't done that in a while. Uh -huh. And you, you just grabbed my like, my throat a little bit, like yeah. to fuck with me. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> like it, I. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't, um, 
We used to do it a lot more, I think, uh-huh. before we had children. But then there's so much violence in the house anyway. I feel like we don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was actually really startled because yeah. I realized, like, you're very strong. You're stronger than you've ever been. And uh-huh. I'm like, you could murder me so fast. Yeah. It's one twist of the wrist Easy. and then I'm dead. It wouldn't be hard. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard. But I don't like roughhousing with you at all. Yeah. Like, I am terrified. And we used to do it a lot more. Yeah. Well, I don't like some it. some more of that coming. But here's I don't a thing. Like it. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Um, so do you remember the, uh, obviously, the reason I made the, the, that video was because mm. we, were, we had discovered this um, Caitlin, the coffee girl, right? So, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Why does she evoke so much hatred? It's so benign. She's just living her life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hate from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's laugh kills me every time. This week has been super crazy. So if you guys did not see, we got featured on the Your Mom's House podcast by Tom Segura, where basically in the segment he was pointing out the absurdity of the troll comments I get here on Instagram. And yeah, it, it's pretty insane. And since then, his fans and his community have just oh. come over and followed, supported my small business, and sent so many messages of encouragement, which seriously <laughs> means the world. Um, hey, what's up? My name's Caitlin. Uh, I'm the girl you were featuring on your podcast. Nice to meet you virtually. I want to say thank you for the kind words that you did say and uh, all the laughs, because yeah, your segment absolutely had me in stitches. I was crying, laughing. Uh, so you have sweet. a very contagious laugh. But so my name's Caitlin. I'm a barista. I own a coffee company called Street Brew Coffee, and my goal is just to make content that spreads joy and makes people smile or laugh. So I guess we succeeded there. Tom, 
I would love to hook you up with some coffee, so let me know if I can do that. And hopefully one day soon, I'll get to brew you some coffee in person. But tell them thank you to the Your Mom's House community. Thank you as well Aww. for all the love and support. Well, and I'm going to keep changing the world with my positivity. Oh. Very, she's very sweet. <laughs> she's so very sweet. sweet. And I have to say, uh, I think actually the real thanks is should be to like you guys for you know i think you had a lot of fun with it yeah. where you got to send your hate <laughs> but it also had a wink of love and i think it probably had a uh, a, a positive effect so um yeah. that's just a you know really it's it's a thanks uh to you guys for for being so sweet to her and yeah we should definitely try to link up with her i think it'd be really fun yeah. um before we move on to something else there's another so i i you know the reason i i even brought this up on the show is because i was scrolling and I had seen that, and I think the first thing I noticed was not even the content, but just seeing a little bit and then seeing the comment number. I was like, well, that's a lot of comments, mm. you know, like when I first played her and I found this other one, which is like also like totally innocent. It's this young girl <laughs> who does like dad jokes. Mm -hmm. Like she does things like this and it, it caught my eye again because the comments are outrageous. Right. I don't rise and shine. <laughs> I caffeinate and hope. <laughs> They're just like yeah, it's just really sweet. She's sweet though. Yeah, and she does. She's cute. She does girl. All she does videos like this all the time. Just they're all like this. They're all like bad, like bad dad jokes. Sure. And then she's like, and she's really like innocent. Yeah. I mean, look, there's some comedians that make a really good living doing material very similar to this. There's a huge audience. Do you want what the comments say under this? Oh, no. I don't want to know. Awesome. Blow up my foreskin <laughs> like a balloon. <laughs> oh, look. 5,512 5, yeah. likes. Yeah. Jesus. Very, very funny. funny. Dip your feet in my drinking water. Oh, my gosh. That's for the foot fetishist community. Mm -hmm. Salute. Yeah. 149 hearts. Hilarious. Fist me with both hands. <laughs> Yeah. I've never heard that. Before. I mean, but this poor girl, like no, she's I know. not, she is not like this at all. You know, no cool joke. Hold my hand while we ethnically cleanse the Balkans again. <laughs> That's I mean, pretty good. Yeah. How much for one pint of your oh, piss? Shit. I mean, yikes. It gets really, yeah, poor girl. She doesn't need that. No, I'm gay. Can you put your dad on? Okay. Okay. Well, it's your dad's attractive. Please lay your feet on my face after a hot, sweaty run What's while you say on? things to me I haven't ever heard, but it's from you, so it's a pleasure to my ears. Music it's a five four short king. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's very, it's very specific. Yeah. The uh, foot community. She must be putting her feet out there. No, she's reason. not. She's not putting she's not? anything out there. She's putting these jokes out there, and people are saying, uh, "Lock me in your basement and like Jeez. let me let me use your vaginal discharge to brush my teeth." Oh shit, my you know? god! <laughs> Nobody deserves this. <laughs> You're so funny. Queef under my eyelids. Forty one thousand likes. Jesus. Queef under my eyelids. Yeah, wow, that's creative. She's really just a nice girl. I'd let you shit on my neck on a forty five degree incline and watch the slippery thing slide down my chest, leaving a trail. Wow, that's specific too. It's very 45 specific. Forty five degree. Yeah. Made me laugh. LOL. Please shit on my chest. Yeah. There's a lot of that. This is what it feels like to be a female comic. Does, is Just it? Just so you know. Yeah. But to certain audiences. She's such a sweetheart. I mean, like, the videos. Do you have any more you could play just so I can give her an idea of, like... I hope she's not reading these comments. Oh, she knows of these comments. That's all her comments are. Oh, dear. That's terrible. Ha, ha, ha. Please shit on my forehead. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> she she's doesn't deserve this. No, nobody does. It's too sad. Dr. Analex said that. 
He's really yeah. into caca. Yeah. He named himself. He looks submissive and breedable. Jesus. Yeah, that's that's creepy. That's just like. It's the sexual stuff that really is not. Can I cool. tell you why I think they do it to her? Because when you see more of these, she's such an innocent. Like she's an actual, she, she seems like a true innocent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's an, of adult age, but she's really wholesome. Like she's like, so they're trying to unwholesome her. Yeah, I mean they're they're all like they're like yeah, just. My dogs are named Timex and Rolex. They're my watch dogs. Come on, like. Yeah, I know. I, it's I know. you don't have to go like this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, but sure. you also don't have to be like I'm fitting to suck the polish off them yeah, nails. Yeah, or shit on my forehead. Yeah, these under are my eyelids. these comments are awful and disgusting. Piss in my eyes. Jeez, they really. Yeah, like oh the fir- the first one the snow one. You know, like she did this. I saw this one the other day. She goes, Every day I'm shoveling. I mean, it's. Yeah, I got it. This is an innocent girl, right? Yeah, she's sweet. Hey, every day I'm shoveling. I'm thirsty. Pee in my mouth to give me new things for the day. Every- <laughs> this poor girl. Like. But it is kind of exciting that this is a whole new culture now of just comment culture. Yeah, it like, is. Now people are just going to find people to universally shit on, which is kind of interesting. Please Comedy use me goal. as a, your tampon so I can tear okay, the blood out of my teeth. I don't want to read this. Teeth. Poor girl. Ugh. What's with all the degenerate comments? This white girl literally does nothing. Pee on my meals? <laughs> Fart in my eyes? What is wrong with you people? <laughs> Fart in my eyes. I saw one where it goes. It, it just said pee in my cereal. Ugh. God. <laughs> You know, I once again, I feel like your mom's house is always on the the leading edge yes. of these things. I'm gonna throw it out there that we started this with Garth Brooks, yeah. and this is our culture that is now being co opted. And yeah, we did this. This is this is our thing. Right before we wrap here, I gotta tell you this. So this poor girl, obviously, we send you our love and our hate. Yeah, um, sorry, and so, sorry that people are asking you to pee in their cereal. Oh Jesus! Um, you remember that uh, we. Flipped out when we first saw this Rita man. Of course, Sam. He's flown down to Hong Kong <laughs> just to make a suit for me. He saw all my videos and he wanted me to help him create his signature style. I'm going to go down on my knees because they make him very short in Japan. Come on in. He's Look so out this. of his mind. Dip into the right? So we played these videos for a while. Um, if you guys uh, yeah. remember, I was going to Hong Kong for the tour. He hit me up. He was like, you have to stop in. And I was with the, the group, and I was like, we have to go. I went there, and uh, I got the full experience. I have a couple suits coming, a couple shirts. Wow. But he insisted that he uh, do his thing to full me. Full treatment. Ladies and gentlemen, the eagle has landed, and nobody, <laughs> nobody is as bald as Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Finally here in Hong Kong. Oh, he, signed, <laughs> he signed his death wish by featuring me on his show. And now he's all mine. Two buttons. He's an American. He can't even afford buttons. I've given him pens. No dot 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 hand needle and thread pick stitching. Tack stitching for the tacky American. He got one sleeve. Only one sleeve because this is what your budget deficit. Does to you only one fucking sleep, but I have him gift wrapped like everybody else, even the Americans, even the bald ones, even the famous ones. Jesus I have him absolutely gift wrapped 
in my 4D fit. Now, you know why Americans come to Hong Kong? Because they like Chinese massage. It's making me uncomfortable. Chinese massage. Forget about Chris Rock. Tom Segura is the great white hope. That's my hope. And he likes Chinese massage. Tom, are you happy? Great. This is good. Are oh. you happy? Yes. Yes. He's, he's, he's yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. This is for Joe Biden. Okay. And there's another one for Joe Biden. Okay. And send that to Joe Biden as well. Okay. And whilst okay. you're going over there, send that to Joe Biden too. Are you happy with me, Tom? They're so good. Thank you. Jesus. Fully molested. And here's what's so strange. Oh. This is what's so strange. Yeah. I can honestly tell you that... He probably makes the best suits in the world. Yeah. <laughs> they are yeah. fucking unbelievable. Well, this is and why he's fully insane. He's and you go in there, his father is like such a respectable, you know, polite, yeah. genuine, so like uh uh the polar opposite personality of him. Sure, sure. So they're hilarious to watch in person because he's doing this, his father's in the background, and he's like, What are you doing? Stop that. Like, like and and he just he provokes his dad. It reminds me of like me and my mom. Yeah. They're lit like they have photos of everybody they suited and booted there. It's it's the last six U.S. presidents. It's wild. Uh, the not Pope, Joe Biden. Armani. Oh yeah, probably not Biden. Um, but like every celebrity, huge soccer players, at like everybody goes to Sam. I'll just say this: <laughs> if you're gonna go to Hong Kong, you have to stop in. You have to stop in. Just get even if you're like I'm not in the you know get a shirt. They make shirts, suits. They do every. They can do custom bombers. They do everything. But the best materials in the world. These are like generations of tailors. You know, like his father, it's in his, his blood. Father, it's in it's his, his blood. DNA. They're amazing. So thank you for watching me, and thank you for um, so the new gear, Roshan. I'm very excited to get it. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And another thing we want to chat about here real quick is that our dear friend and um, 
and uh, family member, really. Yes. Uh, Dr. Drew, his show uh, will no longer be coming out of YMH Studios, Dr. Drew After Dark, which was really like people, some people who maybe came along later don't actually know that that just came from our actual just love of having him on the podcast. <laughs> like he was, I remember the first time that he came on, we, we were like, man, I laughed so hard. It's the best. Because to have this like reputable, <laughs> smart, <laughs> thoughtful, logical, reasonable man who's a who's a doctor, listen to our nonsense yeah. and comment on it, but like take it seriously. It was Dude. such a funny thing to do that I was like, man, we have to. We, we had him have a hot take on whether or not farts push the shit yeah, out. Yeah, he gave us a really thoughtful say. answer and is like... Is, you know, where does come come from and all like just he would be like, oh, but like it, it was so funny to watch him watch cool guys. We would have a there's a people make a to do list. We had a to drew list where we if, we if something was really remarkable, we'd make sure to make note of it so that when he came on, we would remember to play it for him. Anyway, all that is to say that we ended up doing Dr. Drew After Dark, um, which was a joy. We did it in L.A. We've done it here and it just became a lot for him to, you know, he flies out to Austin mm -hmm. to bank shows and then fly back. And he's a very busy guy. As he still it is. has a practice. He still sees patients. He has a practice and he's also like, he does media. Um, he's doing speaking appearances. Tours. Yeah. Speaking engagements, endorsements. He's a very, very busy life. So um, anyway, we love the guy and we're sad to see it end, but we want to jump on the phone with him right now. And just uh, <laughs> say what's up because it's been a minute. We um, we actually just saw him. We just ran into him. Yeah. in L.A. Actually, we'll we say the same. Go. We were in the same hotel that they just happened yeah. to be in. He and his wife. So crazy, mommy. Hello. 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 The tip of my pee pee is itchy. Hi, Doctor <laughs> Drew. Again. Again. <laughs> Again. Hi, Drew. We miss you. I know. I miss you guys too. Uh, we were just reminiscing about how. We first had you on the podcast and we were like, this is <laughs> so amazing to have like a thoughtful, smart guy entertain the stupid shit that we say. And then we would always so look forward to having you as a guest. And it eventually led to you, um, you know, starting your, your podcast that, um, you know, we loved doing it and we love you, obviously. But, uh, you know, we're sad to see it go, but understand like that you're, you know, you're a super busy guy. This isn't the most uh, logical setup or easy setup i should it is, say it is it, it it is a lot to come to austin to get on a plane and fly there every couple of weeks but mm -hmm. i i just want to say that in terms of those early appearances i feel so uh gratitude on so many levels but one was i got to see where it all started i was yeah. there yeah, yeah you were and to, be, and to be and to be in your in your garage or wherever that was and and so confusing to me, so yeah. confusing. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about how you gave us a really thoughtful explanation on whether it's farts that push the shit out or shits that push the farts out. My, my first triumph, my first yeah. triumph, and, and then and then my exposure to uh, Robert Paul Champagne. Oh yeah, uh, magic, and I fell in love. I had to go visit him in New York, which was a, oh my God, another I chapter I shall that. not forget. And uh, listen, this whole thing was such a blessing and such and sort of unexpected. You know, who knew we were going to do that? And I know. Do it for years and years, and I just was such a gift. And I, the I, I only regret I have is that I'm going to miss the Boot Boys and you guys and yes. seeing you on a regular basis. But 
But I have no doubt we'll see you again soon. I hope we so. Weirdly, ran into, ran, ran into each other in Southern California. Yeah, yeah that was that was weird. very recently. Um, but also, you know, I would love to have you come back at some point this year to be a guest on your mom's house. It would be so fun to have oh, you on again. Done and done. Okay, uh, great. Count me in. Great. Uh, and and again, just only just I, I leave with the most <laughs> positive feelings and gratitude and. It was such a great experience and everything, you know, everything comes to an end, but 2024 is a bit much for me. I yes. got a bunch of television coming. One of my sons is getting married. Mm. It just was just too much. Yeah, so, I totally understand. Uh, and listen, we feel the same way. Nothing but gratitude, love and appreciation for you. You're a, a wonderful talent and you're uh, an even better person. And we, I'm so thankful that I'm oh. friends with you. I, I absolutely love you as a human being. And um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. Oh. I remember we were in New York together not long ago either. Just happened. Oh my to, God, yeah. with Tim. Yeah. With Tim. And we, and we so ended up fun. having yeah. dinner and that was so much fun. And, and then Christina, I'm still available to discuss your vomiting phobias <laughs> and any other weird shit that comes along. You got I mean, it. To be fair, to be fair, it all started with your preoccupation with what's going on in the head of comedians. So I'll just focus oh, on right. yours from now on. I love right? that. I can't wait. I'm going to text well, you all kinds of awful things. Absolutely. And I want to show you my butthole <laughs> when I see you next, Dr. Fruit. <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait. Is it, is it whack? It's, uh, no, it's full of hair, but uh, hopefully we can work on it together. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, thank you, Dr. Drew. Oh, hey, wait. Yeah. Hey, one thing, if people wouldn't mind, uh, check out, I, one of the other things that got busy this year is uh, the streaming show I do. Susan would kill me if I didn't mention it. It's at drdrew.tv or drdrew.com. Please check that all out. Definitely. And, uh, I look forward to seeing some of the YMH faithful there and then back when I come to Austin to visit. Oh, you got it, man. Thank over. you so much, Drew. All right. We love you, Drew. We love Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. He's the best. He's the best. And can I tell you for people, if you've never, I don't know why you would know this, but like some celebrities you meet and they're just such a disappointment yeah. in real life. Like Dr. Drew is legit a nice human being. Yeah, he's a really he's good guy. He's a real deal. He's a really good guy. He's, a, he's so good. Yep. There's very few out there where you're like, oh yeah, you're a legit good human. So. And now we shift to a black. When we come oh back, our guest will be Jesse Lee Peterson. Jesus. I can't wait to get into it. Welcome back. We are super excited to have today's guest uh, joining us for the first time. Please put your hands together for Jesse Lee Peterson, everybody. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. This is a huge, huge get. Thank you for coming in. I know it's it's super cold. It's not normally this cold here. Black people don't like it. You guys don't no. have any blacks in this town, right? Very uh, few. few. Yeah, a few. Black There's one like in there, cold. but he's he's pretty much. You think he's white. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> Did he say that to you? No, if you live in a cold space, like, oh, he has yeah, to be thinking he's white. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And by the way, thank you guys for amazing hospitality. Oh, oh good. You treated us as though we were white. <laughs> That's how we try to treat all our guests. It's always been a, mm-hmm. a life philosophy mm-hmm. of mine. I go, treat your guests like they're white. That's Absolutely. what I've always, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like everything just fell in place. It's yes. Just, Everything. Almost yeah. like you're, yeah. Not one problem. <laughs> Good. Yeah, that's great. Great. Yeah. Very, very, very wide approach to yeah. things. So <laughs> That's why I like white people. They do it right. You think so? Yeah, oh, tell yeah. us. Yeah, tell do you us think everything. that whites do it right? I tremble. You know, there's a, a report that says that white people are becoming the minority in America. Mm. And I tremble at that idea because once whites are gone, America will be nothing but hell. Really? Mm-hmm. Because white people are more innovative and creative and, and you know, they just want a first-class life. 
Mm. So they get educated. Do you think that's an innate quality of whites? Yes. You do? I do. Okay. Because look what happens when when the colored people take over. It turned into pure hell. Mm. You can't name one city, one state, one uh, that's controlled by the the blacks, Mm -hmm. and you want to go live there. Right. Atlanta's okay. Can we? No, not we anymore. Like not no. anymore. I no. thought I was going to live in Atlanta. I grew up in Alabama, so I used to go to uh, this is Atlanta. What I wanted, yeah. And, and I planned to, if I didn't, I was going to live in Atlanta once I finished high school, but I went to California the year before I finished high school, and I fell in love with L.A. So I moved to L.A. Had anything gone wrong, I had planned to move back to Atlanta, but the whites moved out, and the blacks took over, and now... No, you're like. There's a lot of black people. There's a lot of black people in L.A. though, right? But they don't. Those that are running. Look at Los Angeles. We have. We now have a black female mayor. Oof. Karen Bass. Jesus Christ. Double hitter. Mess. Yes. You got the double whammy. Oh yes. Mm. Yeah. So what a mess! What a mess! But, but, but here's the: I think we were, we were we were so curious because yeah. you're from Alabama. That's what I want to get yes. to the, your your origin, right? Yes. So can we start there? Yes. Because you're you were born, like Christina said, in in where in Alabama? In now by Tuskegee. Yeah. Okay. Tuskegee. Uh, and you were born in the area. Weren't you born on a plantation? I, I was born and raised on a plantation. I worked the plantation. You worked the plantation. Ha, and my parents worked it. Their parents worked it. And their parents worked it Jeez until I left there. So you know, amazing. That is amazing. amazing. So, but I I would imagine that that experience shapes your perspective a bit. Right? Absolutely. Um, so you're. Is, it would be uh, common sense to then say that your grandparents and <laughs> your great-grandparents were slaves Yes, on that plantation. I'm sure somewhere down, they never really talked about it, so I don't know. Yeah. But I do know that my grandparents, my um, grandmother's father was uh, killed. He used to run the plantation that I grew up on. Mm-hmm. And he was like a tough guy. You know, he, he did his own thing. And so there was a black guy that was fired from another plantation, and my great-grandfather hired him, and the people from that plantation, the whites, came over and said, you can't hire this guy. He's like, no, I'm hiring him anyway. I'm doing what I want to do, and he hired him. So they came in the middle of the night to try to kill him, my great-grandfather, and but he had a gun under the bed, so he ran them off. And then they came another night, and they were able to kill him because his wife, he went for his gun, and the wife moved the gun away from the bed, from underneath the bed. Uh, and they were like, well, why didn't you move the gun? Well, I didn't want him to do the wrong thing with the gun. I rest my case. Women. Women. Broads. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Every, <laughs> Fucking dipshits. Every time you listen to the woman, you will suffer. Yeah. Thank so, you. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a good. And quote. so they were able to kill him. But the one great thing about growing up on a plantation, we had family, we had grandparents. We were taught to work from day one, mm-hmm. and uh, they told us the men, the males, that when you turn eighteen, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. I remember them telling me that when I was eighteen. I mean, before I was eighteen, on a plantation. Now I'm like, well, where am I going? And they, my grandparents said, I don't know, I don't care. You leave it here mm. at 18. But they taught me to work. They taught me to be responsible for me. And so when I turned 18, I left. 
I, I is that when you went to L.A.? Or I no? went to uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. I got a job for one week. I, I mean, two weeks. I made a paycheck, and I moved to L.A. It's that long? Okay. Yeah. So, but well, I hold mean, on. Let's back yeah. up with life on yeah, the sure. plantation. Yeah. And, but What's the, life like for you? How old are you when you start working? Are uh, they mean to you? Do they hurt <laughs> you? I mean, I've seen the movies. I don't know. Is that what it's like? No, it was amazing. Amazing uh, in a good way? In a good way. Uh, working in the plantation was? Yes. I think that would be a, probably a big surprise for most people to hear. And why? I, why? I know because they lie about the they way lie things were, were, right? But when I was growing up on plantation, it was no different than going to work for the adults, and we would go to school. Mm-hmm. And because we lived on this farm, I would have to get up in the morning and go out to the pasture and bring the cow in, mm-hmm. the cows, and milk the cows. And, so and it was then, like farm life to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I would go back home and get ready to catch the school bus down the road at 7 a.m. The parents would get up and go to work. How old are you when you're doing this? I, um, when I started uh, milking and taking yeah. care of it, about 15. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, 14, so 15. So you're like high but school prior age. prior to that, I yeah. had been picking cotton because when we got out of school, we would take, go to home and take off our school clothes and go to the fields how, and work the fields. How old are you when you're picking cotton? Six, seven, eight. Wow, nine, that's very two. young. Yeah, yeah. But it was fun. It wasn't like it was fun, right? Wow. How many hours a day are you? Because you got cotton? paid for it too. Okay, oh. yeah, you got paid. How, how long? So, so you're six kid. years old. You come home from kindergarten, and then how long are you picking cotton for when you get home? Um, until four or five. I don't remember that time, but we would, of course go home at a reasonable time. Yeah. And uh, get ready for school. So know. is this because you're born in the in the 40s or uh, 49, 49. Yes. So you're like, this is the late 50s. You're already working the fields. Absolutely. Yeah. And is like is I mean, most people's perspective on Alabama in the 50s and 60s is not like a flattering one, you know. But they're lying to you. Really? Yeah. What, how was it? For me, um it was like a kid growing up. You know, yeah. I, I didn't have a negative impression of I went to school. I would go, I ran track, you know, mm-hmm. in high school. So I would go to the track and feel uh, You games. went to a segregated school, I'm assuming. Right. You know? And that didn't feel weird to you that you Not were at on? all. Not at all because, you know, I was with my friends. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was people. It, it wasn't like, and, and, and I knew that there were whites only schools and blacks only. I remember that. You think segregation was good? It was neither good nor bad. It was a way of life. But is and it if, good that it ended? No. No. It would have ended on its own. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good that it was forced in it. Because you're trying to, they're trying to make people love you. You can't make someone love you. Right. You know, you either a decent person. You. We were taught not to hate whites or anyone, right? Yeah. To treat everyone the way that we would like to be treated. And that was in my mind, and that's all we knew. And so we treated all people the way that we would like to be treated. What if we had we segregation? What if we had segregation today? We do have it. We like uh, unofficially. You mean? We, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at the blacks. They don't want to graduate with the whites. They don't want to live in the same dormitories as the whites. Mm. They don't want to live. If you move into their neighborhood, they call it something. You gentrification. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So you have it now because human beings hate one another. Yeah, and there's there's not the concept of loving treating each other the way you would like to be treated. So you because don't because during those days, those white people were not against all white people were not against black people. Mm-hmm. 
It was more of a government thing, you know. But did you ever like encounter some pretty racist whites in that era, like in the fifties in Alabama? There had to be a few, right? If I I, I wasn't aware of it, really, it was happening. No, because when I would go to downtown with my family, sometimes uh-huh. my grandfather used to put us on the on the back of a truck. He had this big truck, and he put all the grandkids and everyone in the truck, and we all go to town sometimes. Uh, I wasn't treated bad. It was happening. I just was not aware of it. My friends were not aware of it. My cousins. And You're so young. and yeah. Kinda, yeah. Even as a teenager, they integrated my high school the last year that I was there mm-hmm. in 1968. But the teachers that came, the white teachers, they brought different things, you know, that we were not doing prior. It was just fun to do. Yeah. And so it, it wasn't things didn't get bad for the blacks until they started that uh, so-called civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. The worst thing. Wait, the why is it so called? Wait, why is it a so-called civil rights movement? Because there is no such thing as civil rights. And the worst thing, the worst thing that ever happened to the blacks, yeah. other than abortion, uh-huh. was the civil rights movement. That was the worst thing that happened to Wait, the blacks? Why yes. are there no, let's back up. So why are there no civil rights? Let's start there. Because that's just, those are just words. What does that even mean? Well, I think what you said before, once the government, it, so when you have government instituted racism, that's not cool. So when the government stopped institutionalizing or making laws that systemic are racist, racism, systemic, yeah. blatant, let's say, that's, I mean, that's it's better. It's just making no? the idea that like you uh, as a, by law as a, can't as a, drink in a fountain or whatever, man, it's crazy. As a black man can't be discriminated against legally is like the, you know. The goal some of the protection. civil rights movement it was is yeah some legal protections. No, the goal of the civil rights movement was was to control the blacks, Martin Luther King, Jesse Jackson, other people. They wanted to control the blacks for their own personal gain. Mm-hmm. They wanted wealth and power, and the way they did it, they made blacks think that oh you can't make it, the white man holding you back. Look at this, and so listen to us, and so. Especially uh, in Montgomery, Alabama, and other areas, the blacks sold their souls over to the civil rights leaders, and they sold them to the Democratic Party. Yeah. And if you notice, the blacks have gotten worse instead of getting better because they're no longer individual free-thinking people. They're enslaved to their leaders. They're enslaved to the government. They they now don't have fa- fathers and mothers in their home because they have no sense of self-control. They don't even know what it means to be an individual thinker. You think thinker anymore? Not all, not all, not all, but most. Most they black people, lost, right? Most black people wow. they have lost that sense of individuality and responsibility. How do you how do you think you remedy that? Like, what's what's the solution? By being honest, not judging, not hating, not being angry at, but just tell them the truth. You're never going to be free until you become an individual again. Mm-hmm. What made America so amazing is that we were individual. We made our own decisions. No one had to tell us who to vote for. No one tell us. And like the so-called civil rights leaders, mm-hmm. they told the blacks to vote for the Democrats. Yeah. Because they wanted power and wealth for themselves, and they were the leader of the blacks. So how do you look at, like, let's say a Martin Luther King Jr.? He was a, a socialist. Mm-hmm. He was a communist. He used blacks for his own personal gain. Really? Yes. Mm. Hmm. He was a mess. He was a mess. He was a mess. <laughs> a mess. Do you, do you, well, I always thought it was interesting when black people became Republicans, right? Because you were like, the Republican Party doesn't, doesn't like black people historically. 
But then there are black Republicans, right, like in right. Atlanta. So what's your what do you think about that? Should they be Republicans? Then? Originally, the Democratic Party didn't like the blacks. Mm. Blacks were not allowed to be a part of the Democratic Party. And that's why the Republican Party was formed. It was formed by blacks and whites. And that's why in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men, mm. you had black Republican representative congressmen and, and, and men working this thing, right? And so it was the Democratic Party. But the so-called civil rights media lied to the blacks and said it was the Republican Party. And so the blacks stopped thinking for themselves, and they moved into the Democratic Party, and now they're being controlled. What are we going to do about these blacks? What are we going to do about these blacks, man? The blacks. What's wrong with the blacks? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what would you want? Like, what would be your ideal scenario? Would it be essentially, I mean, it's, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to like formulate what I think you would say. Would it be something to the extent of like black owned, black, not a kind of segregation, but not with the legal negative connotations of that, where a black community builds itself up? Uh, first of all, there's no such thing as a black community. No? You, I, you have black skin, right? Yeah. So you're a black person as far as the color thing comes. And blacks need to become individuals again. They how do we to, do that, though? Yeah, how do we do by this? By being honest with them. Stop catering to them. How are you honest with them? What, what yeah. would you have to tell them? To stop hating. They're very angry people now. Blacks? Yeah, the blacks are very angry. And they were not like that growing up. I didn't grow up an angry person. Mm. I was angry at my mother because she tried to turn me away from my father, but we'll get to that. That's personal. We have a black guy in the booth. <laughs> would you prefer... That we cover him up so he's not visible. <laughs> so you're not what? So he's not visible to you if it, if it's like upsetting or distracting. No. Okay. It's right. good to see him because yeah. I can tell he loves the white people. He loves all people. He does love all people. He loves. He all does people. love all he people. Does. He's, not into he's the a very thing. He's very he's very loving. <laughs> right. He's, yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. That's right. But uh, what I would say to the blacks is that they need to drop the anger. Mm -hmm. so they can be more, uh, they can see what's really going on. Because when you're angry, you cannot see clearly. But mm -hmm. how about um, angry whites? Because there's anger. Same thing. Just drop your anger. Yeah, but we're talking about the blacks. Yeah. But the whites need to drop their anger too yeah. so mm -hmm. that they can overcome fear mm -hmm. and be honest with the blacks. What do we because do? Because the whites are not telling blacks the truth. What's the truth? So what, do we, what, do we, your, what should we tell the blacks? I'm not your problem. Mm. I never discriminate against you. I got my own life to live. Mm. I have to deal with my mess in my own life. I don't have time to be hating you. You are your own problem. As an individual, you need to take responsibility for your own life and stop hating. The whites mm. did hate them, black people, though. When? Yeah. I mean, pretty Historically, openly, Historically, yeah? it's been like... Pretty, Remember the when? whole separate drinking yeah. fountains I mean, and plussy... Slavery Ferguson? and then, you know, the, segre the segregation era wasn't really good. Apartheid. You can't find one black that was enslaved. By the whites. Well, not anymore. They're wow. all dead. And you can't find one black that was affected as a result of slavery. What? I don't really? know. That's yeah. a bold claim. That is pretty Wait, bold. Well, how so? Walk us through. You don't think there's a kind of a trickle-down effect from slavery that still no. permeates society? No. Really? Not at all. They just made that lie up. Who did? In Who? order to... So called, the so-called leaders. They tell the blacks, oh, you can't make it because you're black. You can't make it because the white man is trying to hold you back. Yeah. But yet, the blacks who are telling, and the liberal whites who are telling the blacks that, they're making buku money. They're living in amazing areas. Mm -hmm. Their kids are going to all kinds of schools and getting jobs. But they tell the rest of the blacks, 
oh, you can't make it. Why not? Yeah. How come you're black and you can make it, but I'm black and I can't make it? What's the secret? They yeah. won't even tell them how to make it. But they just keep them angry to use them for personal gain. Clear though. That's interesting. You're saying you know, amazing. No, it's amazing. I, that's an interesting take, and I do. I'm trying to spin it this best case scenario that you're telling people to empower themselves. Yes. Regardless of history or color or whatever. History had history was then. Mm-hmm. This is now. But you're saying there's no ramifications from Zero. slave. Zero. Zero. I don't know. And, and guess what happened? What? So. My my grandfather and grandmother had a lot of children, mm-hmm. and they grew up on the plantation too. But when they became adults, they left, and well, some left, some stayed, and they went to Indiana, Florida, New York. You know what they did? Mm. They bought, they got jobs, they bought homes, they didn't get on the welfare, they didn't complain about white people, and they were black, mm-hmm. and then their children are doing the same thing, and their children. They're making it just fine yeah. because they have not been taught to be hateful, angry people and to blame someone else. Anyone that blames someone else for their situation as an adult, yeah, a weak, pathetic, no good people. Well, I think we straighten out these blacks pretty well. What about these... Um, <laughs> Betas! Uh, uh, what about these... Uh, what a beta! <laughs> what's going on with these... Uh, men, these men liberals are. These, and, and let me betas. just say this about the whites. Yes. The whites need to overcome anger so they can mm-hmm. overcome fear as well because anyone mm-hmm. that has anger has fear. True. Right? And so the whites need to overcome anger so that they can love the blacks with real love to tell them the truth. I'm not your problem. Yeah. You need to start thinking and doing for yourself. Sure. It has nothing to do with slavery. My daddy, my mama had nothing it had nothing to do with slavery. Sure. It's just an illusion. It's a lie. But the whites won't tell them that because they have anger, so they have fear, and they are afraid of losing something. They're afraid of being called racist. They're afraid of losing material things. And how can you love God and put material things and what people say about you and think about you before what is right? Sure. We're supposed to love one another, and love one another means don't judge one another. We're not going to always agree but at least be honest so we can see what's going on with, with, Let me ask you, with ourselves. Uh, when you saw 12 years a slave, did you think there should have been more years? Was that one of your thoughts? <laughs> I even went further than that. Yeah? <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to buy me a plantation uh-huh. down in Alabama. Yes. And I'm going to put all the blacks back on the plantation. <laughs> This is wild, dude. <laughs> this is crazy. So that I could teach them about family yep. and about how to work hard and be individual. Something tells me this will not be very well received as an idea. <laughs> <laughs> only, for, only for the lazy blacks. Okay. They were, so, they were not accepted. Can, can I ask you, did they, did they discipline you on the plantation? Did they hit you? Who? The white people. No. They didn't no. whip you and stuff? No. Did I've never even you? seen or heard of What about Did racist? your parents hit you? Did they give you corporal punishment going on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They did. I mean, it was, it, if we did something wrong, you know, and they would tell, hey, go sit down, or this, and we don't listen. Well, so what they would do yeah. is they would say, go out and bring me a, a, a switch. And mm-hmm. they would whoop us. With the switch, But yeah. that was... But the white man never beat but you. But let me ask you this, though, because this is a, a thing that's Thank still... That, that's so crazy. When I hear a black say that, I'm like... Well, I saw Roots, okay? We watched that growing up. Roots <laughs> was a, it was a setup. 
Kunta Kinte was beaten violently by right. his master, and I hated that. Call me Toby. His name was Toby, and he's like, no, my name is Kunta Kinte. That's and part it, of the brainwashing. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. blacks are good at that. So when the, um, <laughs> when, what about racist language? That still exists today. Did you not experience that growing up? You know, like uh, racist words and, and, and things being said to you? By like what? Like, um, gosh, yeah, I can't like even what, think Tom? of one of the words. Yeah. yeah. Like what, Tom? Uh, yeah, Tom, like yeah. what? Uh, I can't, you know, just uh, not What's nice that? things. Oh, soundboard. You got a soundboard. Oh, I do have a soundboard, yeah. Uh, let's see here. And he's helping. He's like, I know the word. You know, like that? Yeah. Nigga. Like, that's him saying That's any, yeah. Remember that song? Don't call me nigger. Nope. Whitey. Don't call me whitey. Nigger. Uh-uh. We yeah. used to dance to that. Yeah. What's up? What do you It's mean? in the 70s. <laughs> right. Don't call me. Yeah. Okay. So, well, who wrote it? You know why? Look at it, Josh. Why? Don't call me N-word, whitey. And you know I why? That. Yeah, no. why? It was just a word. Right. It had no meaning. Right. But human you... beings would tease each other like that. It was not personal. Oh, Sly and the oh, Family Sly Stone. Sly and the Family Stone. Yeah. Okay. I remember Because that. it wasn't a big deal. You know. They have made that word a big, it's just a word. It's just a word. I agree. I they agree, have but, made it a big deal but to divide and conquer. But I'm saying, was that mm. word and it, like something that was said a lot growing up? Did you hear that a lot? As no. A, no? Not at all. You Whites didn't hear it on never, the plantation? No. And you never heard it in Alabama in the 50s and 60s? No. Really? If I heard it, I don't remember it. Because it wasn't yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Right. Really, it Maybe wasn't you were a big so deal. Used to hearing but it. you agree. No, I didn't grow up hearing that word. No. I only heard that word when I moved to the city, like Los Angeles, and, mm. and I would hear black people calling each other that mm-hmm. in their rap music and things like that. What do you think but of rap? I did not grow up hearing that word. What do you think of rap music? Yeah. We didn't rap music. Rap crap. Yeah. yeah. It had no. Talent at all. Anybody can rap nasty words. Are you not a fan of anybody like NBA Young Boy? Anybody like that? I don't know who that is. Oh, I don't know who that is either. I'm not very cool. What right. about, what about like, like Cardi B and like hypersexual word. raps? What, you don't know, like Public Enemy, like Socially Conscious or De La Soul? None of that no, tribe. I don't have. I don't even know who those people are. None of them. No, I'm sure I've heard of them. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure I've seen them, but not enough to what hold. What about Trick it. Daddy Dollars? You're not a fan of him. <laughs> no, eat a booty gang. The Eat a Buddha Gang? Is that a joke? No. No. It's that a, really is this? Yeah. yeah. No, I've not heard of that. Um, but I want you to know about the so-called N-word. Yes. So it's cool. just a word. That's true. But it's been used to divide and conquer. Words are just words if you don't make a big deal out of words. That's true. And words are, when you make a big deal out of them, they will hurt you. But if you don't make a big deal, they have no meaning. Good explanation. Isn't that amazing? Yes, Absolutely. This shit should be easy. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, I mean, we kind of tried that approach, right? Uh, the reclaiming of the word. It happened in the 90s where rappers were openly using it, calling each other, you know, N-word and stuff. I right. don't know if it worked. You don't know Same if it with works. bitch, women calling each other a bitch, a cunt. Right. The word cunt yeah, has become cool Yeah, but to be fair, now. there's a lot of cunty bitches out there. No, right? they're, oh, all, yeah. they're all yeah. cunty bitches. What about women? How do you feel about uh, us I broads? think I was already on gays first. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, the gays. Uh, yeah, let's yeah, go what to are we the doing gays. with these gays? You, you um, show them how to overcome Gayness? the fallen state that they're in. Yeah. Because it truly comes from the resentment of their mothers. That's where homosexuality oh, yeah. comes from? Yes. Mm. Uh, 
the mothers impose their will on their children, mm-hmm. and they try to live through their children. They impose, they they tell their kids what they got and got to do, and because the father's not there mm-hmm. to protect the children from the mother, they become angry, and once you become angry, you become like what you hate. You become mm-hmm. gay. It's not, I understand it's a cover, the gay word is a cover-up, but it's evil. Mm-hmm. And, and our battle is a, a battle between good and evil, right versus wrong. And if we were to realize that gr- growing up, they never had all these different names of all this mess that's going on. Yeah, It was good or evil, right or wrong. And so we knew that we were dealing with evil or we were dealing with good. Can you break and, a gay and, from and being gay? Like, can you? I work with all kinds of people from around the world. Yeah. Uh, Homophobies and all kind of people. Mm. Once they forgive, mm. they forgive their mothers. The things start to change. The gayness goes away. Yeah, because the, they've the, tried the spirit, this, these, these this, camps and stuff. It, they sometimes they end up still being gay. But what do we know, do with those? You know, um, God said that in order for us to live, we must be born again, mm-hmm. and all who are born of the woman must be born of the Father. And so, once you Realize that, and you forgive your mother. She's done the best she could. She or she couldn't help it, right? That's true. I hate my mother. Yeah, and once you forgive Fuck, her, realizing that she could not help herself, then you start to change because whatever you're dealing with, God would take that away from you and give you back your original identity as a kid, where you were innocent, and then you would start develop a clear mind because angry people lives in their imagination. They live in thoughts mm. and they believe thoughts and all thoughts, except for practical thoughts, all thoughts are all lies all the time, all the time. But, uh, what but I, once you but forgive, I want to get to this. If you forgive, will you like slowly kind of become straight again? If you're gay? Yes. Really? Because will you be mm. even that you become you will become what God created you to be. Which is not a gay. A son or a daughter of God. Yeah. Because anyone that has anger is a son or daughter of the devil, of evil, right? But you just become a child of God again, meaning that you will have perfect love. You will not live in your thoughts and imagination. You will not be all emotional with fear and doubt and sure. loneliness and suicidal thoughts and worry all that would disappear and you would have a clear mind. I just had but, a great idea. What and if? You would, and you would just, you would treat people because you understand yourself yeah. and you would treat people, I got all an idea. people in the same way. What if you did a gay plantation? <gasps> like a plantation where you invite gays. That's a great idea. To like, That's to, an amazing idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can two, like. But two different plantations. For yeah. The first one we discussed and then a gay. Well, the ones yeah. that want to overcome. Yeah. Their gayness, yeah. We'll help them, but the ones that don't, you have to leave them in their hell because most people love their hell. Yes, yeah. that's true. They that's do. True. Most people, you can tell people, oh, the way out is forgiveness. Mm. What about you bisexuals? Got, you got to well, forgive your mother, and once you forgive your mother, forgive your father for not protecting you from your mother. Mm. And then, and You're then, telling me the story. I'm, that's what I deal with. I should be gay by now. Why don't you forgive your mother? <sighs> oh, that's it's so such a long story. So you do resist your mother? You're angry at your mother? Oh, yes. Are you serious or are you joking? No, I'm being totally serious. Really? I mean, I did, also, but I did go through a bisexual phase in college, she's which gay. does explain it. Yeah. And why are you angry at her? Oh, it's uh, how much time do you have? Wait, but let me ask you: What about bisexuals? Are they half okay? <laughs> 
<laughs> I would, <laughs> what about black gay bisexual? I would, I would battle is a, a battle between good and evil. Yeah. And if you're angry, you, you're on the side of evil, so you have all this mess to deal with. How about yeah, all these pronouns so today? Oh, the pronoun people. Yeah. They, them, Don't get me started and, on know, those like, fools. Hey, call me. But, but that's what. <laughs> But that's what happens when you allow evil to ruin your life. Hormones, mm-hmm. it, it, it clouds your imagination, and, and you you do crazy things. So we can get these gays kind of. It seems like we can kind of straighten them out if we get them to forgive their mothers. And uh, and God. Blacks just have I'm to seeing. release their hatred and, and anger and the be black individuals. People problem is not white people. Mm. Yeah, really, it's not at all. Not one I own. It's the same as white problems. They resent their parents. It starts in the homes. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, the men and the women act just like the mothers. They get angry real easily. They snap. They're real. Uh, they're offended really quickly. Yeah. Because they're emotional, just like their mothers. Yeah. And that's why they must return to the father. They must forgive their fathers, and want their mo- fathers for not protecting them from the mothers mm. and the mothers for because they couldn't help themselves. They had. They were done that way or treated that way by their mothers. Well, no, you mentioned so you had stuff with your mom. Did you work this out with her? Absolutely. Yeah. When did you I forgive her? I was very her? emotional. Yeah. I lived in my thoughts and emotions. And I had been going to different churches and I would ask the preacher, you know, what's wrong with me? I'm so emotional and I, I can't really, and the church thing is not working. And they didn't they oh, read the Bible more. You got to read the Bible. So I finally asked God to let me see myself. And he allowed me to see that um, I resented my mother. I thought mm-hmm. I loved my mother because I felt emotion for her. That felt like love, but that's not love. That's hate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what, when you're angry, that's what happens. You feel good. And as soon as you're feeling good, you get another thought or something happened. Now you feel bad. Then you feel good. And then you feel bad. They're both evil. They're both lies. And after a while, you just want to jump off a bridge mm-hmm. because you want to commit suicide. But once I went and forgave her, it was the hardest thing I ever had to do in my life. It's to face my, and I was 38 at the time. And I had to go to her because God said, when we forgive others, he will forgive us, right? What, what, so I went to her and I was afraid, but I told her, you know, all my life I've been resenting you. Why did you resent her? Cause, because she grew up, you grew up on a plantation? Were no, you because she resented my father. Mm. What happened was uh, they were dating, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I should mention it. I mentioned it so much already. My mother and father had sex standing up. Mm. Standing. You ever had sex standing? It's very mm. difficult. It's hard. It's a challenge. It's very challenging, yeah. especially when you have my type of length, but keep going. <laughs> it's true. What a mess. What a mess. <laughs> beta. Beta. So they. What a beta man. How can you deal with a man that can't have sex standing up? Oh, he does. No, we do. Oh, you do. It's just not it's, preferable. It's not oh. my first, my first pick. Let's let's say. So so, but tell oh. me about your I mother. Have, I have other strengths, but so <laughs> so so my mother and your dad are having sex standing up, right? And mm-hmm. so I, when Is this I was their growing, I thought this? you could in Alabama. I thought you can could make babies standing up, right? Uh huh. So when I would be having sex with my girlfriend and stuff, I would try to stand so I didn't make a baby. But that's not oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and so my mother told my father uh, that she was pregnant. He's like, no. She's like, I am. He's like, well, 
we were standing. We can't. You can't make yeah. a baby standing. Yeah. And so my mother became angry at my father. Oh. And at that point, she wanted nothing else to do with him. Oh dear. And so when I was born, she tried to keep me away from him. Yeah. But inwardly, I wanted my father. I had this emptiness, this void, this yearning for my father. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that nothing else to really could really fulfill that void. And so she kept me away from him. But when I became a teenager. My grandmother told me who he was, and so she would allow him to come over to see me. And I remember, even as a kid, when my father would come over, when he was around, I felt like everything was fine. Mm -hmm. I felt like God was in the house, right? But when he would leave, I would feel that void again. So when I became a teenager, I went and talked to him and got his side of what happened. Because women not going to tell you the children the real truth about what really happened. Women never do. They always mm-hmm. tell you that it was the father's fault. They never yeah. tell you it's their fault. Fucking broads. Let me ask you about... And so yeah. I, Let me just say this. Yeah. And so when I went and I understood him, his side of the story, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I forgave my mother. And for and for the first time, she admitted that she was wrong for doing that. Wow. And that helped. Oh, that helped you forgive. She said, I, yeah. you, she said I was wrong for that. And she apologized to me for that. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. She's capable of doing that. The yeah. A lot of worst, people aren't. He's, right. 99.999999. Not all, not all, not all. But 99.9% of the mothers will not admit that they were wrong. That's no. yeah, true. Mine won't. They will send no, you to hell before yes. they admit that That's they were true. So you have a special mother that she was able to do yeah. that. Um, and so, but when I forgave her... Mm-hmm. And your anger released probably everything left. Yeah, really. And I have not been angry since then. That's lovely. And, you're and that was like thirty-eight year, thirty-eight years ago. Mm. And I, well, thirty, thirty some years ago. I was thirty-eight at the time, so I've been yeah. thirty. And so I realized that our battle is not a battle between black and white. It's not a battle between male and female. It's a battle between good and evil, and it's happening inside of us. Yes, it's your own bullshit yeah, that you're projecting onto the world. Most absolutely. of the time, people are. That's true. And, I think and, a lot of these pronoun folks are like angry at the world, but you're but like, it's really you inside really, of them. Yeah, yeah, who are you mad at? Yeah. But let me ask me. you this: because you like, are your own world, yeah, in your own hell, and yeah. you're in your own hell. Mm-hmm. And when you work out your hell mm-hmm. by forgiving and 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 stop believing all these, see, lies. I think Jesse's right. I think I'm on his team now. So why don't you forgive your mother? Oh, I'm not gonna. Are you able to say why? She's dead. She's dead. But you still can forgive her. Okay, do you want to do it? Should we do it together? What do you mean? Let's forgive her right now. But it's only. But I can't talk to her. She's dead. But you can realize that you became just like her, (sighs) and then the thing. Just like her. Yeah, and the thing. Oh my God, it's over for me. You're not yourself. If you resent her, you're not you. You are her. I don't resent her anymore. And and if you realize you can help yourself, that will cause you to realize that she can help herself. That something else was making you think and act and do the things you were doing. It wasn't you. And once you realize that about you, you can realize that about her, and you can forgive her. Right, like we're, we're two we're two peas in a pod because people get words. neurotic. Right, they get neurotic because of this. This is what you're talking about. But, this is uh, where the neuroses comes from. Right, and no, so, it's true. Yeah, and I so, believe you. You're a very smart man. But you're very it, smart. Are you married? No, no, no kids, no marriage. I have a son. Uh, I have uh, two grandkids and two great grandkids, and one on the way. Are you what? close with your son? Yes. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. But unfortunately, the same thing happened with him. 
is that when I was in high school, my last year, I got my girlfriend pregnant at the time. And then uh, I but moved you were, to So Cal- you were laying down when you had I'm, sex? Yeah, okay. I was at that time. Okay. And so I moved to California. I graduated high school. I moved to L.A. so I could get a job and get an apartment. And she was going to come once she had the baby, finished high school and had the baby. But her mother made her get married to another guy because it was an mm. embarrassment in those days for uh, men, especially in the black community, to get pregnant out of wedlock. Yeah. And so her her family didn't want to be embarrassed, so they made her marry someone else, and she kept him away from me. Mm. And so even though I tried to get him, I went to see him. I had a lawyer and everything. But you know how women, once they get angry, they, mm. they won't, they'll make the kids suffer. Mm. Trying to hurt the father, they'll destroy the children. True. That. So he was yeah. angry, but when he became, you know, a teenager, we talked. And I told him exactly what happened, and he finally realized she had lied to him. So now we're close. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. And uh, he forgave his mother as well. That's, that's important huge. because long as you have anger, anger, you're never going to be uh, free. That's true. Those are, just, you actually have very, very good insight true. about the anger towards. That's true. Towards yeah. And it doesn't matter that's where true. you live. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Right. It doesn't matter how many friends or enemies you have. As long as you have anger, you're never going to be a free individual. This is true. Absolute truth. It's a spiritual issue, and nothing can resolve that except you forgive and allow God to take over your life. Very true. Now, women, most are fucking, you know, not that bright. Yeah. So, like, the (laughs) other day, I'm on this flight, and... I see abroad is the pilot, and I'm fucking losing my mind. I want to get off the plane. A woman pilot? Yeah. Oh, man, that happened to me coming here. What'd you think? Did you hear that already? No. So how do you know about that? I'm telling you what happened to me. It happens to be. And so what did you do? I mean, I tried. I looked for other flights. You know, yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to put my my life. What a mess. Yeah. What did you do? Woman's hands. What'd you do? So I'm sitting on the plane last night. Yeah. And a black woman come out of. The pilot thing. At the cockpit. <gasps> At the cockpit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. And she didn't even look like an American black. She looked like an African black. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she like really black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like shiny black. Mm-hmm. And she had that look. Mm-hmm. And so I asked the flight attendant, do we have a female pilot here? You asked for that? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, Why? <laughs> How did that go? Yeah, what she said. She like, well, well, she could do it. I'm like, no, no, yeah. And I asked, is she's affirmative action, and she's like one of those diversity things happening well, here. That's a big thing now. Is that yeah. diversity? United is like the real champion of that, right? Did you fly United? Probably Delta. It was Delta. Yeah, United. United, United is, really have it. Back. You're right. United is really a proponent. The CEO wants like 50% of the cockpit to be diverse and female. And I just, you know, here's the thing. They put our lives at risk. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I also think like, I mean, and the fat I've, seen, flight attendants too. I've seen fucking female doctors where I'm like, oh, you've got to be gosh. fucking shitty. Yeah. Um, you know. So let me just tell you what yeah. happened. Yeah. And so, so I told the flight attendant, no. <laughs> and she was like laughing. And, and then, the flight guy, they have, you know, the, the male flight attendant? He came by mm-hmm. and he was like, Oh, I hear that you asked about the flight attendant. I'm like, Yeah, I saw that. We have a female flight and I wanted to know is she affirmative action or, or, <laughs> you should qualify. Or one of those program things they have yeah. going. Yeah. And he, he kind of laughed and he, I guess he wouldn't ask her. 
Yeah. And then he told me before he went, he said, uh, well, there's a white male in the pilot with her. I'm like, oh, I <sighs> feel some relief. I said, I feel better now. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. so how At did least. she get in? Was it Women affirmative, affirmative action? <laughs> so I don't know. But what if she's but a good what, pilot? Can but, she fly you if she's tested well and she does a good job? Or do you still have an aversion to her? Oh, and what about if a black she, and female pilot? Is this a double whammy? No. If she earned it. Right. You know, like if we didn't have all this mess going on. And she probably and won a raffle, were though. Earning their way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pilot raffle. Yeah. <laughs> and people were earning their way. I wouldn't have an issue with it. Yeah. Because mm. I know that you were earning. With all these right. little but shortcuts. They're now. taking out all the qualified people and putting in. A, this is our lives that risk in the air, you know? Well, you see and a female doctor? In, so let me tell you what happened. Oh, yeah. What, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. And so uh, the black guy came and the. the uh, Flight, flight attendant? No, not yeah, the flight attendant. Yeah, uh, he was a like, male flight attendant. Yeah, kind of game. <laughs> we won't go there, but um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he came back. He said, "Why not?" I said, "She might not know what she's doing, man. Yeah. She may be in affirmative action." So they brought me. He came back. He gave me a little card thing. And he said, well, this is for you. I'm like, well, what is it? Mm. And it's talked about the airplane and the flight and the pilots and things like that. Yeah. And I said, oh, okay. And so when I was getting off the plane, she came out. They had her to come out of the, pli- out of oh, the, yeah. the pilot thing. Yeah. And, she, and then the flight attendant said, oh, I want you to meet the pilot. And she greeted me and I greeted her and I oh, asked shit. her. I said, are you an affirmative action pilot? <laughs> How did she? What, how did she react to that? <laughs> she laughed. She smiled, and it wasn't a big deal. Okay. And, what, and she was a, she was cool. Wait, did, what, she yeah, did she yeah. answer? Yeah. What did she say? I don't know. I can understand. I don't know if she spoke English. <laughs> really? Right. She had an accent. It sounded, but it sounded like an African. Yeah, sure. She might like be, an yeah. African accent yeah, or something like that. That would probably so be. I like don't a, know if she really spoke English, but she was friendly. She was friendly, yeah. just foreign. Because I was friendly, too. Friendly it foreign. But, but, it wasn't personal. But Jesse, may I ask you, it, it just from <laughs> uh, this preoccupation with male, female, black, not black, white, like, this is a lot of energy, no? Yes. To expend, to be concerned, like, yep. what, what race is the cockpit lady, is, is if it's a woman. But, I mean, for you personally, don't you find it exhausting sometimes? Well, I was only concerned because my life is at risk. I'm mm. in the air, mm. and I know now that they're... All this mess about diversity. You think that's going to cloud the, the hiring policies, yes. the, the qualifications? Right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And so it didn't really matter that she was a female. What mattered was, did she earn it? Was yeah. she yeah. trained? Was she? But she was, was she right? Hired? We have a, a. We don't know. But here's the thing. What if she's on her di- period? You know what I mean? <gasps> or her boyfriend. That's true. Fucking broke up with her. And then they're crying in the cockpit and decide to just like nosedive into the ground. <laughs> like, they're, you know how broads are. <laughs> They're fucking emotional. They're so emo. You're right. Yeah, it's true. No, it's I, true. I, I don't think you should put a woman like, I don't think there should be women bus drivers. No. I don't think there should be women drivers, period, honestly. I think. Well, some women, you know, if they're not married, they have to work. It's true. Yeah, but I you feel like there should saying, be some type of service, like a shuttle service to take, so that they're not behind the wheel, you know? No, but if they're not married, they have to work. They should work to take yeah, care of them. until they're married. But if they're married with children, then they shouldn't work. They shouldn't work. I agree. Because yeah. kids come first, right? Yeah, you're telling me. Yeah. And and that's how it was in the good old days. The kids came first. Yes. And so the father and the mother would make sure that the mother was home. And the mother had no problem with that. 
She understood know. the order yes. of God and Christ. Christ yeah. and but, man. But I think they did have man a problem with it. Man over woman and woman over children. Because the women wanted out. They got too much. Out of what? Actually, that's not true. The wars uh-uh. happened. World War II, and they put women in the factories. That was the beginning of it, as women got sent to work by the government. And then, then they got used to it. When the I was growing up, I didn't, didn't hear women complain about being home and raising a man's children. Yeah. As a matter of fact. That's because they my, never had any other options. My mother, other than me, had nine other children. Holy wow. shit. Oh, well, I was nine. She had eight other, number <sighs> nine, right? Were they all black? All, as the ace of space. Wow. wow. And, and the beauty is she never worked while raising children. Yeah, mm-hmm. lucky bro. Never worked. My father... My stepfather took care of her and the kids, and my mother was fine with that. And then once my all the kids became adults, and my mother finally got a job because she just didn't want to sit around home anymore. Yeah. But when I was growing up, that's all I knew for the most part. Yeah. And women were not; they didn't think that they were second class, or they didn't think that the man they felt less than the man or, or anything like that because they knew the order of God but do you, and they didn't mind doing that and they didn't have all this mess going on telling women they were better or less but do you think they, it's reasonable that a woman do a job like even if they're like qualified with like they have lesser intellect and they're you know the, the slower decision making he's not saying that I'm talking. Right. What so the hell I, is wrong with you? So I'm not understanding your question because that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm asking, though. Like, uh, like, no, I don't think that. You don't think that? No. You just think that they need to earn that right, that position. What position? Like a position like a pilot. Yes. Like just not be a... Just like, like you or I would have to earn it. They shouldn't just throw us in the cockpit because of our color. Right. Or because we're male, but because we know the job. That's mm. a good we point. We have earned the job. Hmm. I mean, that's what made America great. Nine kids. That made America great. I had one that, she and her husband had like, I could be wrong, but almost 19 kids, if not 19. And this was growing up in so-called segregated Alabama. Mm-hmm. They, and they bought land, they owned property, and none of the kids, uh, 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 if they worked the field, they still went to school. They all graduated from college, and they became doctors and lawyers Dang. And it was like when I was a kid growing up. This was one of my aunts and her husband. Mm. Bro, I'm more astounded that I didn't know there were plantations in 1950s, though. <laughs> That's how stupid I am. I thought that stuff ended before Yeah, because you're a woman. Yeah. See? Um, <laughs> Makes perfect sense. But things Fuck are like... Hey. Go ahead. Are you a Christian? Yeah. Are you? Mm. What? Yeah. You're not sure? No, I mean, I just, I'm just i not practicing. Oh. I was raised Christian, like a, as a Christian, but I, I don't go to church anymore do you understand the order of god the order yeah like his his his, his message rules, his rule god and christ mm-hmm. christ and man yeah man over woman woman over children yeah do you understand oh. that order fuck yeah that was awesome <laughs> <laughs> he's messing around right no, I'm wait not. but the hierarchy i know you're a comedian so i can't tell if you're no i'm being serious I, I i i'm down with that order wait include yeah. again it's god Angels. God and Christ. God and Christ are Christ one. Christ and man. Christ and man. Well, God and Christ. God and Christ. Christ over man. Christ man over, over man. woman. Man woman over, over children. Woman yeah. over children. That's the order that we grew up with. <sighs> and that gays? order worked. Yeah. And and that's why America was an amazing, amazing country at one time. Yeah. Because blacks and whites understood that order. So even in Alabama, the blacks and the whites, I'm sure you can find some mean people in it at any point in, in life, right? Those that don't like the order of God. 
But that's why blacks and whites who believed in that order treated one another the way we would like to be treated. Yeah, I still have a problem with female pilots, but I also Mm want to say that, like, things are... Do you really have a problem with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that should happen. Um, And all these gay things now, trans, gays, Things are so weird. Like, look at the world today. I mean, look at this. How are we going to... family is broken. His pig, Norman Summerton, in his tit cups... Been in these babies for uh, seven hours now today. Turn up the volume. Look at these things, eh? You know, like. Imagine a pig with tits. Who would have thought? Well, it's time to take them off and have a shower because pig is starting to stink up the high heavens. So let's get these. I mean, this is. Oh, there's one. This is the world today, though. You know, putting out. Oh, there's two. But that's not the world today. But it's it is though. Uh, it sure is. We see these Why folks not? all the we time. See the, the, we it's see not the world today. What would you say it is? That is him today. Oh, that's true. That one individual that is responsible for his own action. Mm-hmm. One individual. That's not the world. We are our own world. And, that's true. And, and and we are the world. And just because someone else does something to act in a certain way, we don't have to be a part. That man has issues. Whatever his world is going on in him. But that's not the way the world is. Yeah. That's the way he is. And we've always had good and evil in the world because evil works through human beings. Mm-hmm. Good works through human beings. So this is evil. Beings. But you say that this is the evil side right. of the force. Yeah. That, that's the evil side yeah. of this guy. This thing working through him. Yeah. And uh, he's so, so he's right because he has issues that he's not dealing with. Would you say and this is the devil? Else is driving him. The devil is in, in this man, is what you, you would hide, say. You are either your nature. Your mindset is either of evil or good. Mm. It's either of God or good. That's why God said we must be born again. Mm. Because, but that guy, this is this is not the way the world going is. This is America. America, the place America is an amazing place. Yeah, it's still America, right? Yeah. But you have people that, unlike the good old days, where boys were boys and men were men, women were women, girl were girl, they understood the spiritual battle. That is not as understood today as it was there, but this is that guy. Those his issue, they're not my issue or your issue or her issue or anyone else but him. One of the it's things not the way of the world. That's become more prominent today in today's conversations are like trans people. They're much more prominent today than they were like even when I was a, a kid. Like what's your opinion on you know, the trans movement, trans rights, just like the, the, the fact that there's, that's a much more uh, prevalent thing in society today. I had, um, there was a guy called my radio show mm-hmm. uh, the other day, last week, and he was in his 40s, mm-hmm. and he said that uh, his mother had married another a woman and that his mother and this woman raised he and his three brothers. He had two other brothers. And that they they treated the kids horribly, right? Because whatever reason. And the boy, I believe he said his older brother had turned into a transgender person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And something about the middle brother, but I forgot what he said. And then he was uh, trans, working on becoming a trans person. Mm-hmm. But then he heard the message of forgiveness that he needed to forgive his mother because he was angry at her and you become like what you hate. Mm-hmm. And he, and as a result of that, in his 40s, he he realized that he needed to forgive her, so he went and forgave his mother. And as a result of that, he felt better. He could see a little clearer. He felt better because he knew he didn't want to be a trans 
whatever that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he stopped taking the hormone things. Now he's better. He, he's so it's wor- just like the gay thing. He's it's just, just the like the gays. Yeah. May yeah. I ask he, you something, Jesse Lee Peterson? On, he's working on getting better. Mm-hmm. And so he stopped. And he said, and now, but he's 40 because he hated mother. He's still living with her. Mm-hmm. And so he was going to forgive her and move over his life. And he was miserable. But now that he can see, because angry people cannot see, right? Of course. And he said, but now he can see and he understand. He feel better. Yeah. So they can overcome it if they were to take control of their own life. Yes. And start trying to understand what's going on in them. A lot of people because, don't have it. But may I say. Because they're not told that. They're not taught it. Right. They're not saying that this is you. This is not Your you. Issue. Yeah. This is not you. This is something else that made a home in you. That made you do the things that you don't want to Can do. Can I ask yeah. you this? Yeah. America, especially today, it's full of the, the trans people. Uh, women are voting. Women are in the Pentagon. Uh, gay marriage, all this stuff. America is is uh, it's it's in chaos. Do you think somebody like you, with your conservative values, would you be happier living in North Korea or maybe Russia? Because uh, Putin <laughs> agrees with a lot of the stuff you're saying. Well, have I, you been to Russia? Not yet. Yeah. You would like it. I think you might dig it. I think you might dig but it. But I love America. No, I know. I'm totally loving America. Uh, uh, even as a kid, I loved America. As a kid. You know, I used to, we used to celebrate the 4th of July, America and the 4th of July and all that. So I still have the same feeling for my country. I've always wanted to do like mm-hmm. and, Afghanistan but, uh, where you could like, <laughs> like if a woman says something stupid, you can just throw a throw rock at her head. Her. You know? The problem is uh, women were not created to lead. Mm. They were created to follow. Truth. And and when you try to put them in or give them a, le- a leadership role, it's not a role leadership role mm-hmm. is not in their nature. Mm. You try to make them do something that's just not in their nature to, mm-hmm. yeah. to lead. Mm-hmm. And that's why things doesn't work out. I remember growing up, uh uh especially in Chicago, Indiana, I used to live in there over there. And women didn't even like working for other women. Yeah, they used to say that. Hey, I don't like. I don't want a woman boss. She's True. too emotional. Yeah, she's too overreactionary. It's not in her to lead. So it was known, but it wasn't thought of as a bad thing. It wasn't thought of as a less than. It was just the order of God, and women who understood that had so no problem true. with that at all. Women, they ruin everything. They ruin the earth, and then they shouldn't even go to space. <laughs> Remember when the Challenger exploded? Can you what was imagine? wrong there? There was a woman on there. Remember Can that? Can you imagine being in outer space with an angry woman? <laughs> oh, my God. You know that that's, that rocket probably just like killed itself. It probably heard the woman talking. <laughs> and it was like, fuck this. The, the rocket was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> now, what about qualities that other races have? Like, have you ever... I just got back from Asia. And oh, yeah. they really the seem to have their shit going over there. Do you think that's an innate Asian quality? Uh, it's uh, it's Asian controlled by men for the most part. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's how it was here when it was controlled by men. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. mostly men. And uh, I counsel with men and women around the world mm-hmm. and they're having the same spiritual issue that all human beings have. If the father's not uh, the head of the wife and protecting the children and guiding them, they have that. I counsel with them. They have the same problem. They say the same thing. Yeah. But maybe outwardly, the world, their surrounding may be ran better become men are in charge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, but they're not white. I thought the white people do things best. Would Asians be considered second best to the white people? 
Well, I mean, white in men, America. Sorry, white men. In I'm America. talking about my country. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. but in your yeah. country, we yeah. have Asians. Remember what happened with Obama? Remember Obama and the fallen messiah? The fallen messiah? Yeah, Obama. No. He was a fallen messiah? And how about the big mama, Michelle? Big mama? <laughs> yeah. You remember big mama, Michelle? Well, I didn't know, I didn't I know remember. people called her big mama. Oh, yeah. Really? She's big mama. <laughs> Do you believe the rumors that you know she is actually she, a man? No, Do you believe these rumors? No, no, I never fall for rumors. Then why, why is she a big mama? Because when they were in the White House, yeah. she was trying to tell people what they could feed their children. Oh, right. You know, and, and she wanted to pass laws where you could feed, telling you what to feed your right. own kid. Yeah. Right. Well, she was eating up all of the ribs and the tamales. She was peeking out on River Tamales. Right. Obama said, Michelle, love her tamales. Yeah. yeah. Big Mama's and house. And then we had, yeah. I think we had like a picture of her somewhere eating a cafe. She had some nice ribs. Yeah. And she know black people love ribs. Yeah. I love ribs too. But she yeah. was trying to tell other people what they can eat. And it reminds me of when, uh, uh, you know, the, in the black community, I don't know about the white community. They call the grandma Big Mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And when Big Mama come over, she get the best chicken. She get mm-hmm. the best part of the food. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and she would tell the other people, you can have this little dry piece of white meat or something, right? Yeah. Sure. And Michelle remind me of that. So that's why I call her Big, Big Mama. May, may I ask but you then, if you don't like Obama. Real fast, sure, when sure. Obama got in there, sure. I told the folks, do not vote for Obama. Yeah. Why? He's not going to make the country better. Why? He, well, why though? He black. Oh, but, but come black. on now. He's a socialist. But, you, but you're saying you think his he's inherent blackness would make him a bad president, even no, before because he he's knew. a socialist. You thought he was a socialist. So he's if he were, about if he were, controlling the people. If, if he were a Republican, would you would you be down for a black Republican president? If they were from the old school, yeah. Oh, if old they school weren't into the race thing, right? If they were not, they know what it means to be an individual. Yeah. They knew what it meant to work hard. And earn your way, I would have no problem with it. And then who do you, in your estimation, who are the finest American U.S. presidents? Who's your fave? I feel like I know the answer. That's my favorite question. Yeah. Really? You have hit a home run. Despite my womanness, I asked a good question. You have hit a home run. Okay. Okay. Here we go. The one. The only. Ronnie? No, it's Donnie. Oh, right. Trump. It's Trump. The great white hope. Yeah. Wow. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Wow. Wow. The but, great wow. white hope. Is your second favorite President Biden? Who? President Biden. Who? Uh, Joseph, Joseph Biden. <laughs> Are you a fan of his? What a beta. <laughs> what a beta. Beta yeah. beta. Yeah, he's Wait, pretty beta. Why are, why are liberal men betas? Let's discuss they this. They haven't overcome their mothers. Yeah. It all goes they back to not, all roads go back to mother. This yeah. is a spiritual battle. They're basically yeah, we, gay. The Every guys. man and woman Just like the case. must be born again of the father. Mm-hmm. Mm. Every even a woman, she has to overcome her mother because the mother treat uh recreate the woman in her image as well. Mm. That's why she repeats what the mother does. She's angry, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she imposes mm-hmm. on her children and do the same thing. But I like Donald Trump because he is from the old school. He does work for us. He's not trying to all these social programs and you think they're gonna and so he's doing a job. It would be like if you hire someone to work for your radio studio, right? Uh-huh. You don't care what color they are. No. no. You want them to come and do their job. Yes. yes. Get paid and yeah. go live their life, right? Right. That's yeah. what Donald Trump does. But what Trump do you does. think about, you know, there's under, um, 
Tom and I lived in a really bad neighborhood and we were very broke when we first got married. Right. We were poor. We had no money. We lived in a shitty apartment. We we were brand new comedians. And I remember when I lived in that community, in that very poor community. El Salvadorian. It was really, really shitty. It was full of gangbangers. And like, it was just oppressive. Like you felt there was no way out. So like, we're lucky we could get out of that neighborhood. You know, we get some jobs. We got the fuck out the minute we could. But if you grow up in that environment, like how do you propose that people pull themselves out it's hard if you don't grow up seeing it. You don't have a dad. You don't have a education. How, how are we going to fix this? You if you're the president, a, how do you fix it? Will you become you an, an adult, take control of your own life? There is not one situation that you cannot overcome. You're not stuck in anything. Once you take responsibility and don't follow the crowd, you become an individual and work on your life, there's nothing that can stop you. That's true. Really. Yeah, that's true. But as long as you think with the crowd yeah. and you need to be a part of the group and you need to have people to validate you or like you or dislike you or do this, you're not going to make You can basically for you, make you, the, the case that like let a white kind of give you an example. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. Just follow the path of a white. That's an amazing follow idea. Follow the whites. <laughs> Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> When I first moved to L.A., I lived in South Central L.A. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in my life, I seen gangs and things like that, right? And I couldn't relate to it at yeah. all because in Alabama, I didn't grow up. I don't even know of anybody fighting in Alabama. I had one fight in high school, and that was over the baseball bat. Mm-hmm. It was my time to bat, and the other guy thought it was his time. We fought over the bat. Never fought again, right? Yeah. And But when I moved to L.A., it was in South Central L.A. with the blacks, and they were— um, Game banging, they were blaming, they, the, the community was go, went down because when I first moved there, mostly white in that area, except for my folks. It's some other black. It was a nice area. But then the black started moving in, the white moved out, and it just went to hell. And I'm like, why don't the white, black people cut the grass and paint the house and do the same thing? They wouldn't do it. I had not seen that before because we were taught to take responsibility for our own lives mm-hmm. as an adult. And so when I moved away, my parents didn't worry about me. I didn't have to call home every day. My mama wasn't calling me every day. And they didn't worry because they had, by example, and taught me growing up how to be responsible for me and that no one else was responsible for me but me. Did you ever consider leaving so, L.A.? Because it seems like it's kind of an interesting choice for you to, to, to move there. And then you're seeing that. Did you ever go like, I'm leaving this place? Or did were you just set on L.A.? Uh, when the... Uh, L.A. became a hellhole overnight. Really? When I first went to L.A., it was, when I walked off the plane, it was paradise. Yeah, what year it did you go? It was clean, 60, 68. Mm-hmm. It was clean, it was beautiful, mm-hmm. opportunities everywhere, no homeless people on the streets and things like that. And it stayed mm-hmm. like that for a long time, and then overnight it just changed, right? How long, in, how long into that did it, did it change? I would say over the last, maybe the, the Your last first, 10 years, I started seeing a change. In the first 10 years that you were there? No. Or the you last mean the last 10, 10 years? years. Been there. Of, and is it the blacks? Now. But do you oh, think okay. it's because of the black people? No, it's because we have a liberal government. Yes, yeah. What about the homeless? We do you think, what should we do with the homeless? I would make them work for themselves. I would not get them government a program, free yeah. houses and mm-hmm. free But what everything. if they're mentally ill? Like they're schizophrenic or they're, maybe they have mental disorders. How should we treat them? I would do them? whatever I can to t- 
help them overcome that. Yeah. But I would not take care of them because as long as you take care of someone, yeah, they're never going to get. They're better. never going to get yeah. back. Yeah. They're never going to get better. I wish but, we could ship them away. Oh, yeah. Like to the <laughs> to the gay island or whatever. <laughs> oh know, yeah. And have it homeless gay, and gays together. <laughs> homeless. But like Karen Bassford is out there. She 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 want to house them all. Yeah. She want hotel rooms or hotels to house them. That's not going to help them at all because you put them in free housing, they're going to destroy the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of the meanest, nastiest, unconcerned, don't care people, homeless people. Yeah. They're some of the, they're, they'll go on your property and they will dig in the trash and they'll put all the trash out of the trash can. Yeah. And they'll leave it there. They'll take what they want and leave it right on your property. Some of the And homeless. then you tell them that you need to move that. They would, uh, they would uh, get mad at you for telling them, sure. "No, you can't do this." Disrespect. You could, you could even because argue they're, that they're, they're homeless are nasty, mean, no nasty. good people. That's why they're homeless. That's they're mm-hmm. even worse than blacks. They refuse to. Yeah. T- that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, almost right. <laughs> <laughs> homeless are all, worse than the blacks. And not all. Not all. Not all. Shirt. Homeless. They're worse than blacks. <laughs> Not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. 99.99999. Yeah. Can we stop for a minute? Yeah. Yeah. I got to pee. Sure. I had a lot of coffee. Yes, go for it. And then we'll we'll wrap up. How long have we been talking for so far? A while, a while, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a quick wrap up when we come back. So, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) And we're back. We went to the the quick bathroom break. Before we wrap up, I got to say this to you first. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I had one of your guys on my show, the fallestate.tv. Uh-huh. The father, remember that? Yeah. The fallestate.tv. Yes. And I heard, I guess you guys used to be in LA or yes. California, right? Yeah, I'm yes. from there. And then you moved here, but that guy stayed there. What's his name? Ryan? Ryan I had Sickler? so much fun with Ryan. Huh? I had fun with yeah. him. He's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He had fun with you. He had yeah. a lot of fun with you. Yeah. Yes. But uh, my producer that introduced him had him on. I had never heard of Ryan to be honest, right? Sure. And uh, I guess Ryan thought he was a white guy. Uh-huh. But my producer want me to tell you guys hi. He love you guys. Wait, so. Ryan, you're saying that Ryan Sickler thought he was a I white guy? I think he thought my producer was some little white guy. Oh. I guess he must have said that when he came on you guys. Oh, oh that your about, producer's white. Yeah. That's, you're saying that's a that's a mistake. Yeah, your producer's he, not white. He's not white. What is he? I don't know if he's Mexican. He's not Mexican either, but he's a... One of those kind of countries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for clarifying, now, though. It's very important. Sean, Sean, what is, tell me what's Danny. But Danny is. Uh, but is one of your producers white, maybe? Like you have multiple producers? My radio producer is white, Sean, the guy that's here. Yeah. And then you're. you're and then my, the fallestate.tv. That's a. Uh, uh, Daniel. A brown guy. He's a brown guy. Yeah. Okay. But he's not white. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> but, okay. Maybe Ryan thought he was tan or something, you know? Well, maybe because all light skinned people look alike. There you go. That's true. That yeah. may be it. Do you think yeah. all white but people look alike? He loved you guys' show. No, and, uh, he well, wanted to yeah. say thanks. And and Ryan, Ryan had a great time with you. He came yeah. on here. Yeah. He it was fun. He too. had yeah. a lot of fun. It was absolutely fun. Yeah. But I do want to say there are a lot of people hurting today, mm-hmm. mm. and they think that something outside can fix them. They think getting married would solve the problem. They think having children would solve the problem. They think having a different job would solve the problem more. Getting a degree would solve the problem. But the only thing that's going to make you free and solve all your issues with, within yourself is that you must forgive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You must, it is, 
And most people have been taught to forgive the father, but they have not been taught to forgive the mother. Mm-hmm. And so they, they still leave them in limbo. Mm-hmm. You got to forgive your mother and father. Well, it sounds like it really worked for you when you were 38. It changed your whole life. It changed everything. Yeah. And it's, I'm working with men and women of all races. Mm-hmm. Uh, at my nonprofit, we, uh, Bond, we have a, every first Thursday night, we have meetings for men only. Mm-hmm. Every third Thursday night for ladies only. Mm-hmm. And Sunday morning for everybody. And there are men and women from around the world, all races, black, white, Mexican, Chinese, Asian, they're working on themselves now, and they understand that they've been deceived, that the issue was always with them, and that they had to forgive, forgive their mothers and forgive their father. And once they did that, something changed right away. See, this, I believe, is your real message, Jesse Lee Peterson. I feel like this is your your you're you're a pastor too, correct? Right. Yeah, you're from the church. I do feel like this is your real message, and this stuff about the whites being the best and all this. This isn't the truth. No, of I'm you, just is mess- this? It, I'm just joking around because when <laughs> I was growing up, black people, Tuskegee, Tuskegee Institution was founded by a black man, yeah, Booker T. Washington, right? And he grew up in slavery. He grew up in slavery, but he because he, when you read uh, up from slavery, he tell you, you know what? I didn't hate the white people. Even in those days, they sold his family off and all, but he stayed away from anger. Mm. He stayed away from anger, and he got help from white people and black people. Anger is anger is the real curse. That Angry is the, yeah. it's your Absolutely. enemy. Yes. Anger that is, true. is evil. Most definitely, anger is hatred. Yes, anger and you're going to project it out evil. into the world. You're going to project yes. it out, and I agree. And yes. you would think Most that definitely. the world is against you. Yes. But it be it's your own enemy That's inside right. of you. This it's is in true. your That's mind right. and emotion. And this people who are angry true. are down a, a, a dark path for they sure. They are absolutely yes. regardless of thoughts. race, gender, whatever it is. It has nothing yes. to do with race. Yeah, yeah. No. And it's with every human being. That's why God said we must return to the Father. There will come a time when I return the children to the fathers and the father to the children. Do not believe that anger is normal. You don't need anger in your life. That's your enemy. And so you must forgive. Well, this is you a great forgive. this is a great message to wrap up on. Um, we had a, a really good time with you here. Thank you for yes, coming. Thank you so much. It was where amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> where can people? I do want to tell you this. Yeah. Do you have anger? I don't feel angry. Oh, He's do you calm. have anger? Hmm? Do you have anger? I mean, some sure. Do you have anger? Sure. Yes. And so, why not let it go? It's a good question. How to let it go? This is, but this is a forgiveness. How? how? Forgive. But you can't tell me. You can't tell me that you're not that you're without anger. It doesn't creep up on you every now and then. You go, no. where did that come from? You're no. totally absolved. I can absolutely promise you. Well, you figured it out, then, my friend. Because I forgave. I realized yeah. that my mother absolved. did the best she could. My father did the best he could. They can help it. And so everyone I deal with now, because I don't have the anger, I can see that they can't help it. It's not personal. Right. They just can't help angry people. Can't I put help a, I set a homeless camp on fire on Cesar Chavez here. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Thanks, man. <laughs> that was like. Angry would make you do that. Yeah, yeah. But then it had a great result. <laughs> yeah. That's know? true. They, yeah. All, they all fell into the lake. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> lake of fire. But, <laughs> yeah. I do want to say to the men, mm. and not just you, but me or any man. Yeah. Any male that has anger is a woman. Every Ooh. hold on, let's say that again. Any Every male, male, I don't care where. Mm-hmm. Any male that has anger is a woman. He is his mother. Ooh. Mm, that's rough. 
Nothing worse than being a woman. Nothing worse than being a woman. <laughs> Troy, you're telling Jesus. me. I and hate it. Not, it is not the warmer her per se, right? But right. it's yes. that spirit. It's that feminine female energy. energy. It's, it's that, feminine. It's that spirit yes. in her. It's, it's chatty, broad passed, energy. It would pass down to her from Adam and Eve days. Wait a minute. What about like people? You know how Eve listened to the serpent? Shouldn't have fucking done that. Right. And the Stupid serpent bitch. became her god. Yeah. And then, and then sin entered into the world, right? Yeah. And then Adam listened to the woman, and the woman became his God. Jesus. And that's the battle that we're having now. It's the spirit. It's not mm-hmm. the person itself. But So the mother can't help it because that spirit been passed on since Eve. Mm-hmm. And the man cannot deal with the woman in the right way because the woman is his God. So once he forgives his mother and his father, then his life would change just like that as well. Mm-hmm. And so would the woman, and you'll be free. Let me ask you. You live in this evil world, but you wouldn't be a part of where it. Can people, where can people find you more? Like, there's the radio show. How often is that? Is they that go to rebuildingtheman.com. Rebuilding? Rebuildingtheman.com. Rebuildingtheman.com. Yeah. And then The Fallen State, is that on YouTube? Thefallenstate.tv. Dot TV. It's yeah. also on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Or Peterson.com. Um, com. So there's all mm. the places you can find them. You can listen to them. Um, this was a fun, insightful, and at times very informative and hilarious conversation. Thank you for stopping by. It was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> um, blacks, you know what to do. Gays, you know what to do. Female pilots, Whites, you step know what out to of do. The, whites, you know what to do. Homeless, Tell the white people to stop being afraid. Stop being afraid. Overcome of, mama. They will overcome fear. Mm, forgive the stop female being pilot. Afraid, whites. Stop being right. afraid, feel, Let the fear go. Let the anger go. And uh, all of us can unite as one. And you will be able to live in this world. Yes. And have perfect peace. While the re- the while hell is going on all around you, you will not be a part of that hell. Forgive your mother. Don't call me Whitey. Forgive you. Don't call me Whitey. Honky. <laughs> all right. Can I bring Sh- uh, Shawnee here for a minute? Say hello to you guys. Uh, yeah, we're, we're just wrap. We're just, just wrap, wrap up. If you can't do a wrap up. Just after, let's wrap up and then bring him in. Well, okay. Oh, man. Well, thank and you also all for have, having me. Absolutely. Thank you for having stuff on your show. Amazing. Too. Of and course. We have, uh, we have uh, treats for you to try, too. We yes. got some treats. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got, we got it was amazing. It was amazing. Thank <laughs> Any you question for me? No, that's it. Thank you for watching. I covered it. My goodness. Good night. Bye. I'd like to give a shout out to all my sexy Caramel complexion just make my heart melt, baby. Just by looking at your fine ass. All are delicious. I ain't talking about buffalo barbecue wings either, baby. It's that white chocolate that I see. It doesn't matter to me. It's that white chocolate that I see. It doesn't matter to me. It's that white chocolate that I see. It doesn't matter to me. It's that white chocolate that I see. It doesn't matter to me. It's that white chocolate that I see. It doesn't matter to me. It's that white chocolate that I see. It doesn't matter to me. It's that white chocolate that I see. It doesn't matter to me. It's that white chocolate that I see. It doesn't matter to me. It's that white chocolate that I see.